commence primary ignition. This is Star Wars. Look out! You may fire when ready. Okay, so we're liars. Um, we yeah. said we were going to do this on Saturday, but um, they didn't give us the... Actually, actually let us see it there. They actually did a really good job locking down the, um, the preview uh, for the D23 special look. Um, so we wanted to wait till we saw it ourselves yeah. to give analysis, and I'm really glad we did that. Me too. I was shocked how good of a job they did, because I literally spent three hours scouring the internet, going to Russian sites, looking for anything I could <laughs> actually find, a leak, and nothing. Yeah. Um, so now we have um, absorbed it, and... Um, brief rundown it starts with a sort of a rehash um and it goes through uh, i actually like the order that it went in it seemed to yeah. actually solve a couple arguments um it was four five six one two three seven eight um in the the journey um there was quotes from two people we had a, another listen from um from luke potentially force ghost luke because we haven't heard this dialogue except for in these trailers um yep you now have the power of a thousand Jedi within you, but this is your fight. Um, and then we hear from Palps uh, saying your journey is almost complete, which yeah. could, it sounded like new dialogue, but that's a quote from, from return, right? I think he said, I think it's a thousand generations live in you now. That's what Luke says. And I think yeah. Elpatine says, uh, the journey nears its end. Oh, nears its end. So it's new. Which I think is new. Yeah. 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 Can I can I say about the order? Um, I I'm like you, Ben. I actually liked it. I was when I was watching it this morning for the first time through. I was a little surprised they started with four because I figure they're trying to tell us as a narrative nine piece. So I yeah. thought they would go one, two, three, four, five, six. But then the Luke dialogue really made it clear that the second he started talking about thousands of generations of, of jedi flashback to the to the new republic or the old republic i should say or the republic oh, i Which, see so when yeah that, when that quote comes in it makes more sense because he's talking yeah about... it was kind of perfect narratively the way that worked I was, I was a little surprised by that when i was like oh i watched the second time like that totally makes sense to me even though it kind of threw me the first time through yeah still a, a notable editing decision there to do that. Mm-hmm. no matter what you're going to be making a statement with that yeah with whatever order you showed it in I don't know about you guys, but I was I was bawling when it was going through those the, the original trilogy and the prequels. Yes. You've seen all that footage, just um, yeah, super touching. They, well, they were all the the major feel moments, not all of them, yes. but like all A of them, them were major feel moments. I mean, you have like I mean, I almost cried just for like the two frames of like Han Solo being put in Carmenite. Yeah, fire. I, it was like I don't know. It was just jawing to draw, uh, jarring to see that. Yeah, he picked um, some of the most gorgeous shots from the original trilogy. It just, it, you know, it really makes you appreciate the cinematography looking back to the you know, mid-70s to the, the 80s. It's like, it still just holds up and it's absolutely Yeah, gorgeous. the metal ceremony, I don't know if they enhanced mm-hmm. it, but that was like bewitching. Just the symmetry of that shot looking over their shoulders was great. Um, same thing with Yoda and the X-Wing fighter. Like he was, you know, having that force theme movement. Um, that was really amazing. There I, believe, so- I believe it's also the Yoda's theme that plays to start the trailer. It does. Well, it's oh, it's the Force Awakens. You're right. It's the, yeah, the it's Yoda's, theme. Yoda's theme. I was thinking yeah. it was Binary Sunset, but it's not. It starts there, and then no, notably, it ends, and you have to wait all the way to um, the bumpers uh, with mm-hmm. the Scavenger theme or slash uh, Rays oh, theme. Yeah, theme. yeah, yeah. yeah. It seems a little is- slowed down the the Rays theme and a little bit more kind of. Um, 
mysterious and ominous. Pensive, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's the first notes of either one of, them, and I'm sorry I don't know them offhand, but it's it's either scavenger or um, or race theme. But it's like the first notes are that. But yeah, you're right. Yep. They, yeah. it it feels more like what happened to our innocent, lovely Ray. Well, they're, they're clearly yeah. trying to get people to assume something from this trailer that I think is. We'll get to that. <laughs> we also heard um the the same noises that we heard when she got her force vision in the Force Awakens. Like yes, the breathing and the strange like echoing, reverby kind of whispers and and well, almost like a, a squealing noise. Yeah. And I mean, so I, I, if you're listening to this, you've probably read the, the description already. And so I hopefully we're going to do a better job of really describing what it said, because all the descriptions I read were really vague. And um, and I, I feel like yeah. I've a lot more from watching it. So, you know where it's going. You get we finally get, you know, the last or, you know, 30 seconds of this is new footage. Um, yes. From uh, I think you mean 34 stuff. seconds. 30, OK, 34 <laughs> seconds. Thank you, Adam. Someone's done his homework. Um, and, not uh, counting the 10 like seconds of the rise of Cyborg. stopwatch around your neck yeah exactly I, I literally kept refer- reversing it back and forth because I wanted to know exactly how much new <laughs> stuff that's that's burning the internet down right now like it's 34 seconds out of a two and a half hour film guys like let's, let's yeah. take it easy I'm so glad we waited to see this yeah. before commenting because if anything I think the lesson I learned from this is not anything about the movie but man is the in the internet the perpetual hype machine and like, <laughs> everything right. Like when I saw the the the, the shot of Ray, which I won't say a lot about, we'll talk about that in a moment. I I was expecting something a lot different than what I saw, and actually confirmed my original hypothesis when I heard the general <laughs> description. And then the internet went nuts for about forty eight hours, and I'm like, all right, guys, let's all calm down here a bit. <laughs> I didn't believe it when I first heard, heard the report of what yeah. the trailer entailed. I was like, oh my, really, red Ray with a red saber? It kind of went. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, do we want to do this like shot for shot? Yeah. 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 Let's concentrate on those 34 seconds. Cause I, I mean, I think, you know, we, we've all seen the other ones. It's notable what we see in the other, you know, in the recap stuff, there's a lot of mm-hmm. mall. We see Qui-Gon, we see Boba Fett, which is like a great moment. It was a lot of field shots. Um, but yeah, ultimately that stuff there, there's probably some hidden stuff there, but we won't really sure. know its relevance until after we see the movie. Um, but yeah, so let's concentrate on that stuff. So what, um, what do we get first here? Uh, first, we, we start with the gang. Yeah, go for it. Grant. Oh yeah, we, yeah. We see the gang on Pasana, I believe. The planet's mm-hmm. called Desert World. Is that all the together. colorful? All together, yeah. And Ray and White, the whitest white ever. And then, um, is that where we see the? It looks like a celebration over a city. It does. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It looks like a settlement. You know, it almost looks like a like a pilgrimage or something. Like it doesn't look like a. Doesn't look like a kind of like a, a permanent town was set up there so much as it looks like almost like a traveling, you know. It uh, looks like Coachella but, slash Burning Man, right? Yeah, yeah and it's, and it looks like in there's like fireworks going off, but it's not fireworks. It's like powder. Uh, yeah, like it's like colored, colored sand or colored powder, colored yeah. sand or something that's exploding in the sky over this city. But I mean, it looked very and and this is going to be a theme through this thirty four seconds. Everything looked very third acty to me. In yeah, which it, is, that was, I mean, it should. It's the final chapter, but it's like it's very interesting. But that. that was my question. It's interesting, right? Because they almost tell it in reverse, right? If you look at this compared to Empire Strikes Back, or I mean, sorry, Return of the Jedi, we get the celebration at the beginning, and we get a Jedi in black at the end. It, it literally, this is just they 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 swap the beginning and ending for Jedi, and I don't know if this is narratively what they did in the movie, but I think it's very specifically done. 
for this reason that they literally told Return of the Jedi in reverse from the beginning to the end. Oh, interesting. Interesting. So we see that scene and then do we see the the ships arrive? We get Leia. We get a real quick shot of Leia. Nothing really new there other than her kind yes. of Leia against the forest. It it looks similar to the shot we got in the first trailer, teaser trailer. Right. Yes. Right. Um and then, then we get all the ships. Yeah. So I I did freeze that frame of the ships arriving because I'm like, this looks mm-hmm. aw- awfully familiar. So we get A, B wings, which is cool. Um, X wings yeah, and yeah. Y wings. Um, we get a, a Carillion Corvette leading the Vanguard. And then the other ship, I really thought it was the Falcon in the quick thing, but I looked and it is absolutely not. not. No, there's no Falcon there, which is very yeah. telling. So new ship, um, which is cool, yeah. which makes sense because we think they're going to have to form up with some other groups to, to be whatever. But not a very formidable you know, <laughs> offensive, certainly not, you know, um, Endor or, uh, Yavin even. Um, so yeah, interesting. And then we get uh, the sky filled with, um, what looks like star destroyers. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's curious to see, is that going to be first order or is this going to be some sort of return of the empire sort of thing? I don't know. Yeah. I think it may have nailed it. I think the, the Empire is hiding their numbers or the First Order or whatever you, whatever you want to call them. I think they're hiding yeah. their numbers. And I think those there's also you see a storm that uh, you see the star star stars are hanging amidst like a kind of storm. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, makes me think that maybe this that storm is covering their tracks and hiding their numbers and maybe planets start disappearing mysteriously at the beginning of the movie. Maybe like, you know, it, I can see a lot of. A lot of things involving that storm and, and and how many ships there were was so surprising. I was like, wow, there's, there's yeah more Star stories than I've ever seen on screen before. <laughs> right. It's right. impressive. And, and consider the last time, I mean, it's that we've, we've pretty much confirmed, especially with that timeline, that's about a year jump, right, between Last Jedi and this. Um, that's a lot of ships to build in a year. So clearly they've been hiding their numbers. Right. You and know, we that, read some sort of promotional materials that said the first order of, like, unknown capabilities. You yeah. Know, you know, and they they obviously teased it when the supremacy showed up. You're like, where was that thing? And and we see the uh, what's it called the dreadnought class. And like you know, they just keep. I mean, and they had a whole planet that was a gun, like or a blaster. You know, uh, right. they yeah, they clearly have some resources, and and there's no um, bottom to it. But uh, this looked this is like wow, they've got a full empire sized military. And, and as yeah. for that storm, um, we do know that the, there is a force ability called Force Storm. It's in the, the Dark Empire comics. I'm wondering if JJ is going to utilize that force power in the movie for for any means uh, that, that he has in mind. But, yeah, uh, that Grant, do you, do you, you you've mentioned uh, offline um, the Dark Empire stuff a lot, and I'm seeing a lot of it online. Do you want to just sort yeah. of like briefly recap that for yeah. um, our um, listeners and me? <laughs> yeah. So, so the main conceit of Dark Empire is that. Luke dis- Luke discovers you can't really defeat the dark side by fighting it head on. You kind of have to fall to the dark side, learn its ways, and destroy it from within. And uh, that was kind of the entire conceit of the Dark Empire books. Yep. And um, and what this trailer made it look like it made it look like that Jay is going to borrow that idea a little bit with, with yeah. the very last shot we see. It seems like the only way to really destroy Palpatine is to to bury yourself in his ranks and then destroy him from within i think that might be the only way to do it it's also it's also kind of you know it goes hard in the other direction of the passive the passive uh, aspects of the force that we learned in, we, we watched in the last movie so mm. i you know and, and i'm glad you said that and i i think we that might 
I mean, that's what we're led to believe here. It's pretty, it's pretty direct. Yeah. We can talk more about the scenes in it, but to me, it that makes a lot of sense. I mean, because you have to find an epic way to end this, but that is a theme we have seen before. It, right. it, Luke, Luke uses the dark side effectively to help bring his father back to the light, um, uh, to defeat his father in order to get in that position, but he didn't quite get the job done. We see Anakin fall to the dark side but like you know in in the service of doing the same thing really but he overshoots it and just becomes full dark side and, and misses it's it's perhaps the greatest failure of yeah, all yeah. of you know of all right. um, and so it makes sense that we would see that again with ray having to sort of come to terms with the dark side rationalize it in order to do it and maybe she's the one that pulls it off right and, and in those comics palpatine does create a storm in space that he, yep. he uses to destroy right. uh, the entire rebel fleet um, at one point, and uh, super super powerful force ability. It might be a little too powerful for the films, but would be super interesting. Yeah. Visual, I think. Yeah. Well, what is the limits of his ability, especially if he's able to sort of maintain himself um, throughout that that fall down the shaft and in you know the thirty years ongoing? And I mean, he's he was already op- you know overpowered even in the in the um, prequels. So right. Nothing is beyond, and I'm I'm sure they want these fourths exhibitions to be as grandiose as possible for this final chapter. Um, yeah, cool. Yeah, a lot of people are talking about Dark Empire, and a lot of people, I, it, it's it's a new philosophy to explore. So I think that's what makes it so so vital and so interesting. It's like, oh, this would be a great direction to go because I think Ryan nailed sort of the, the passive notions about the Force and being a Jedi in the last film that we can kind of go in a new direction for this film. That's a great direction. Yeah. yeah, it's something different, that's for sure. So, uh, moving along, we we see them in the sky, and then do we see um, Kylo and Rey fighting? Mm, not not yet. quite yet. Not we yet. cut into a, a, a spaceship of some kind, and we see Finn and um, who's Naomi Yaki's character? What's her? J- uh, Jana? Jana? Yeah. Yeah. Jana, oh, Jana. Santa, Jana. I said Jana. Yeah. I think that's yeah, good. I think great. That's good. I, that sounds good. So they're they look um, flabbergasted. Yeah, yeah, scary. And we also see we also see a pilot behind them that's unidentifiable, but looks like wearing a rebel helmet. Okay. So we don't know what ship this is that, that they're flying. Right. I don't that's, think it's it's not the Falcon. I don't, I don't think so. It, yeah, it might be there. I thought it was the Falcon, but I guess not. I thought so too, but it's weird that there's just a rebel pilot there, unless it's Nine Nub. Yeah, then it's totally normal, and, and, and it's a win. you know they're going to win it. Yeah, they needed the best pilot they had. Then we get the shot that I'm surprised the entire world is not talking about to me, which which Grant which Grant mentioned once again. Once again, I'm driving in traffic and I yeah. see a flurry of tweets. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. and I can't do anything about it. And I see like my ETA is 50 minutes before I can get to work and actually sit down and watch this thing. Uh, so Grant, since you tweeted it, I'll let you take it. The next, oh. the next thing we get. Oh, I see three PO rises into frame, and he's got these <laughs> giant red eyes, and I'm just like, whoa! What is this story choice? Are we getting evil C three PO? I have so many questions. I know. Uh, I, that's what I thought too. He was getting his triple zero on. Like, yeah, like yeah. triple zero is like whoa. Totally. I think he's gonna have a massive plot like contribution in this movie. Yeah. Like, I mean, we've seen a lot of things like he's going to be using a bowcaster. He's going to be doing all this stuff. I mean, we know he has his own as of the resistance. He has his own spy ring, right? Yeah. It's his droid spy thing. So, I mean, he's he might be a vital cog and player in the resistance at this point. So 
and to me it looked like it was showing he was uploading or like controlling something maybe a droid army um from from this seat Ooh, but, i love that idea yeah. yeah you know lando's droid army that's we we guessed a year ago i think yeah yeah uh, i don't know but or maybe uh, like I, you, you know how things you know how things blink red when they're low power um, maybe he's maybe he's using his power to power the Falcon or something. I don't know something like they need him. He's making a sacrifice to power or something. Maybe he just I needs a charge. I can't see evil three PO. That seems a little bit hokey. No. Just make his eyes red. Yeah, uh, and why his eyes would go red in the first place? Kind of. It's maybe it could be a type of optic sensor. It could be like uh, for night vision. Or, I don't know. It could be some other. Kind it could of be thing. because mm-hmm. JJ loves red, and it's just like a thing that's go happening. Maybe. Right. <laughs> and we cut. Then we cut immediately to more red. Oh, yeah, which is the laser beam cutting into the ground. Okay, yeah, so what was that about? It was a weird shot to just toss in the middle there. Yeah, uh, yeah, it looks like maybe it's some sort of uh, ventral cannon or something. Maybe uh, a new death ray from some new planet killer. Yeah, Or perhaps a mining ray to open up a tomb of someone's. That's what I thought. It looked like maybe it was a mining thing because there wasn't any sort of target. It was just shooting the ground. And we don't know from yeah. where. But yeah, it looked like maybe even that blaster from the, the uh, Dreadnought that they had mm-hmm. that they used to like vaporize the Dakar base. Um, but yeah, interesting. Random shot. And then do we see uh, Ray? You see Ray in the woods throwing a lightsaber. When do we see Ray with her <laughs> face half in the red and half in the blue? Uh, that's at the that's very the beginning, yeah. right? So we skipped right over that, but it looks because like that's she's... from that's from Force Awakens. Are you sure? Is it them in that sword fight? That I'm fairly sure. Great, what do you think? That, that is from the Force Awakens. That was a uh, reshot material that George, that JJ did um, during his reshoots, uh, just to just to add a little bit more drama to that that lightsaber fight between Kylo and Rey, and um, it's a gorgeous shot. I think it's JJ's yeah. best shot, uh, but it. Definitely takes on new meaning in this trailer to use that as the first yeah. shot of Ray you see before jumping into it is the fact that is she good, is she bad, right? Like this idea. Right. Like both blue and red flashing on her face. The color of good and bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah interesting. It, it almost looked like she was holding Kylo's lightsaber, so I didn't know. Like it's looked yeah. like she had it in a defensive position because you can see that's it's one of those side uh, or hilt guard, hand guard, you know, um, mm-hmm. things that are sort of at a weird angle that's lighting her face. Um, anyways, interesting. Um, okay, cool. So possibly mining Ray. Um, mm-hmm. and then, um, where does it go from there? And then, and we're hearing, where does it go from there? They were in the woods, uh, Ray's throwing her lightsaber at a training droid, like one from the Falcon that right. Luke used. We don't know if it's the same one or not. Um, these woods look similar to the woods we've seen Leia in. So I'm wondering if this is the scene where we get her training, maybe with Leia or Leia coming to her as she's training. Oh, that would be that real. That training, that was a training droid because I thought it was a, um, I thought it was like a beehive or something. No, it's definitely, it's definitely one of those ball droids. All right. The remotes. Yeah, one of the remotes. Thank you. I could not think of the, the, the word they used. So do, do we have any ideas? Do we have any uh, predictions for what that, what planet that may be? Uh, TBD planet, I think. I, I don't think it's one we've seen before. Yeah, I don't know. It, it could. I mean, it could be Endor. Endor. Yeah. yeah, the forest Please. moon on Endor would be interesting if they if they're sort of hovering around there. Yeah, and I will uh, say this. Um, so Endor, the planet itself, is a gas giant. So they they couldn't be on. Right. It could only okay. be the forest. Moon. It had to be the forest moon of Endor. Yeah. yeah. 
um, interesting. Yeah, that was cool. I didn't see the remote at all in that. I just saw her, you know, throw it. And then my eye was drawn to like the red like wrap around her hand as she like yeah. brings it back. Also, this is hashtag Raider um, Grant, but uh, that's that's the, like oh. that's what was that? Bob home. Yeah, she uh, <laughs> that's the Darth Vader move, right? Like he the, he throws his lightsaber. I think he's the only one that does it on um, on film and he does it yeah. you know, in Return of the Jedi. So I don't know. That's more possible sure. foreshadowing or something. Um, yeah. I think wild speculation. I think we're seeing. I think this and the Leia thing is, are the opening scenes, or very close to the opening scenes in the movie. I think it's. I think it's Leia coming to Ray, who's been training for the last year, mm. asking her to come back. That they need her for something. Oh, I like that. I liked your idea actually a second ago when you're like, it could be Ray, uh, Leia helping her train. That would be awesome. I'd love. Yeah, they yeah. just like passing on what she knows, like a little bit, just to have, be another you know force of guidance. Um, for her and maybe maybe being like you know what there's so few of us maybe i need to tap a little deeper into the force myself um yep. to help us into our next phase that would be really cool again we know how limited they are with carrie fisher's scenes but um interesting i don't know that, that would be a nice flip i mean the jedi leia is sort of a an idea that's always been tantalizing and um to think about oh yeah um then, uh, then after well, so after the wood scene, then we have Ray and Ky- we have uh, oh we have the best shot in the entire trailer. We have Kylo walking towards us from <sighs> his Sith um, his ship, and uh, he just ignites yeah. his saber right in frame. Yes, awesome. we get them, we get them knitting two scenes, two disparate scenes together to make you think it's a single scene. Uh, oh, oh yeah, like and the wave, the wave splash over for the this transition. Yeah, because he's not walking on the on the he's walking on on solid ground this looks like a desert or like a you know like the night a storm in a desert planet and then it transitions to him confronting ray so i think this is a bit of a trick in terms of i don't think these two scenes are necessarily related um i'm wondering if this is a continuation of the scene we see we saw at the very beginning of the teaser because that's his ship from the teaser right yeah the same ship it looks like it yeah the one that she we we think she was boarding right which is i wonder if they are if he's screaming away from some form of destruction yeah. Right, because this looks like the aftermath of something went really bad on this planet, right? The the ground's all messed up. There's there's right. lightning in the background. Yeah, there's a storm and I think people have said that's the um tractor beam uh column from a, from the Death Star. They actually oh, like did you that know what we, we cut to when they're fighting on that. Yeah, Is when they're fighting yeah. on that. Um yeah. oh, I don't know. oh, so you're saying it looks like a destroyed planet when he's walking away. Yeah. Yeah. And so with the beam, with the four storms, and then with that kind of desolate planet we we see Kylo walking on, uh, in Dark Empire, there were these giant new machines called World Devastators. Like, Mm -hmm. those could be in play, I'm wondering, because those could just destroy a planet easily. uh, Right. What are the World Devastators mounted on? they on ships? I think they have, like, four engines and they, they float a little bit. I don't know if they can go into space or not. I, I, complete, I haven't read the comics in a while, but I know that they were a massive weapon employed by the Emperor after the, you know, after the Empire failed. After the Empire fell, you kind of have these new weapons designed and uh, they're huge. You can, you can look it up for World Devastator. It's cool. Yeah, definitely. The, but I mean, not to take away from your point, Grant, it is probably the most beautiful shot we see. It's, and it's we see Kylo Ren with confidence just striding up to her like with purpose 
it's not petulant Kylo. It's like focused Kylo, and um, yeah. you know, and he and jumps his, right into it. Is his lightsaber a little more stable? It felt just me. No, that that that's a good observation. I think that could be. Um, Adam, you're harping on the one thing I've wanted from these movies the entire time. <laughs> I wanted uh, his saber to be get get evolved. more stable as he got stronger in the dark well, side. Well, can right I make now. a point? Uh, I yeah. think. I think when he's that nah, never mind. I actually looked at it closer. I was gonna say when he was walking away, it looks somewhat unstable, and then when he's fighting Ray, it looks a little more stable, which also suggests that's possibly different scenes. But then it looks a little unstable there too. So, Grant, I don't think you're gonna get your wish. Yeah, I think it's, <laughs> it's over for me. Whatever I know it's too bad. I would love to see it with some shielding on it in this next movie. You know, like something, and then like maybe the beam a little more focused, just to be a visual metaphor for like the discipline. You know, like yeah, yeah, I agree. It's more lethal. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. and everyone loves lightsabers. Never... They're like. Yeah, yeah, tinker with them, modify them. That's like, I don't know why that stuff is like that intricacy is so cool to see. I mean, everyone like, yes, a new lightsaber with a different direction and a hinge or whatever is like neat. But like it's, it doesn't have to be that serious, like just subtleties and modifications is pretty cool. What do we so? I mean, Kylo is like the big mystery here. We're talking about Ray, but like Kylo. All right. Ben Solo, Kylo Ren is like a bit player in this movie. It feels like or at least in these trailers. Yep. It just seems like roadkill for Ray and and everyone else, but he can't be like he has to have a larger role, right? Or I more complicated. So. Yeah. So I, don't I mean, know. yeah, you're right. They're they're showing him as if he's completely stable between all three movies. Do you know what I mean? That he has very little movement in terms of his character, which I I doubt's going to be the case. We're going to have to see some kind of major yeah. character development in this movie when it comes to Kylo. So yeah, so I mean that that led me to just think, what if as Kylo is confidently striding up to Ray, he's already flipped and maybe their roles have flipped and they have different color lightsabers and he's trying to stop her. From I had doing a whatever thought. she's going to do. Well, again, well, we don't know if he's walking towards cause it, it is, it yeah. is scenes like Adam said. All right. If you're sure, I mean, it looks pretty, I, I, I thought it was the same scene. We're led to believe it was the same scene. If it's not, it's not, but still, I mean, we know he goes and, and does finally, I mean, when I'm even looking like when we're looking over his shoulder as he's striding out into the storm to like fight her, he looks confident and like ready to sort of. He does. To do it. You know, he the way he ignites his lightsaber, it's just like pure focus. I don't know. I'm I'm just curious. No, wherever if, like, he's going, he is very focused and very walking very confidently. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. In it for yeah, so kind of a change, and he doesn't yes. have his. You know what? He doesn't have his weird crouch stance. You're absolutely right. I just that literally popped in my head when you were saying that he's not he's not doing his weird shuffling thing. He is he yeah. is walking like a like a Jedi or a Sith. <laughs> like he's right. you know Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Interesting. So I don't know. Um there's there's gonna be something that's going on with him there. And I, I feel like he there's gonna be you know, what if they both flip and then flip back, or if he's he trying to save Ray? Like what is you know, I feel like that's that's gotta be somewhere that this is headed. But yeah. I mean, that'd be interesting storytelling, right, in terms of instead of, like, you know, the, the, who we presume to be the Jedi saving the Sith, the Sith saves the Jedi. Or, you know what I'm saying? That you're right yeah. in that, like, we get her turning. He's able to bring her back to the light side before she before it's too late, right? Because there's always that discussion about Vader. Yes, he was brought to the, to the light side at the very end, but he also had 18 years of doing, or 20-some-odd years of doing, really horrible stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, does that really make up as opposed to if she's on the path? And he sacrifices himself to bring her back to light before she's done anything horrible. We can still cheer her on, right, as, as a good guy, even though she flirted with the dark side. 
Yeah. Well, Kylo's also not a, it's it's not a like a true fall to the dark side. I think he's he's feigning this sort of fall to the dark side whereas Rey may have the potential to truly fall to the dark side. And I think that would be super intriguing to to get a glimpse of, especially if she is connected to a character of the past like Vader or something. Yeah. I mean, in, the, in that feigning, I, I think you're you're saying that's coming from the fact that he's trying to convince himself he's like exactly. he's bad. But, yes, but I mean, it also could be literal where he sort of, I don't know. Like we've talked about this this infiltration of the dark side. Like there's a part of me that thinks like maybe, and we've talked about this in the week. Maybe he this is all part of his grand plan to actually take down the real darkness in the galaxy, or to, to kill the empire. You know, the emperor. That is that was you know Vader's mission that he failed to failed to accomplish i don't know you know it could be mm-hmm. one of those two things i mean obviously the the big roadblock to that is him killing his father but i mean and that's slaughtering you know, a, a entire yeah, village of village people. and no matter what happens with his heart i'll always think back to the force awakens with him slaughtering that village i mean that is yeah yeah listen you I can't could, make an omelet without breaking a couple eggs <laughs> true. I, I can almost forgive the han solo thing if it was part of the master plan, right? Like, if, right. if so, like, I think Ben, you had mentioned it for your text, the solo knew that's the only way that his son could complete this mission was him sacrifice, letting him sacrifice himself. You know, yeah. you right. can almost forgive that it's horrible and it's heartbreaking, but you can almost still see that as a act of nobility almost on both sides. But then, but then to start that movie with him, just killing yeah. a village. It's Real hard. Yeah. yeah. When we discuss the final shot, I think I'll I'll share like a theory I, I well, have regarding Kylo, but well, we'll get into let's get into this. Last I think shot. we're there. I think that's I think it. The I'll next shot that. is we we go dark. It goes dark for a little while. Like you said, Grant, you hear the noises very similar to the oh, to the force yeah. back. Is its end. Yeah, and then we hear Vader's breathing and some other sort of like dark sisters sort of wheezing. Mm-hmm. Yep. and we that's, see the last that's a, per- a perfect description of that noise thank you yes <laughs> uh, yeah it's like over the top it's really just like two layers because I, I listen to that a, a lot of times um but it's definitely it's definitely yeah. vader breathing there which is like again hashtag raider grant well, uh, yeah i mean i've been on the raider train for a long time and i'm almost i'm drive you're you're you know the the engineer of yeah, the yeah. i built that train um yeah. I was going to say, uh, but I do remember in The Last Jedi, if you listen very closely to the sound design, when Rey is first heading towards the tree, there's a female voice calling out to her. And then Mm. now again, when you hear Vader's breathing, there's also, like you said, there's some sort of uh, dark female character whispering at the same time as well. And uh, that also is quite intriguing and raises a lot of questions. Yeah, it sure does. And um, I forgot what I was going to say. There's just so much going on here. That I don't know. It's tough. Like, did they? Oh, well, oh, so that's what I wanted to say was the quote that says you have a thousand generations of Jedi within you. I, I'm paraphrasing, but it's essentially that, right? Yeah, like, I, I, I always thought it was a thousand generations live in you now. Or live in you now. OK, yeah, yeah. So that's better. But I mean, similar thing. So that's new, right? Like that's new knowledge. Like that's not something well, they've ever referred to. Like, I mean, that's a colloquialism for. The force. I mean, it could just be like, oh, well, the force be, is in you, and the force is all Jedi. Therefore, you are the, all the right. It could be just metaphor and poetry, right? More than it being literal. But I yeah. doubt though. This is a tone poem. This isn't real poetry. <laughs> I, That's for sure. <laughs> um, so I just feel like that this is going to be some reveal that comes mm-hmm. from Force Luke. That sort of like, oh, surprise, or it's a new ability, 
or, you know, it's somewhere in the text right. where it's like, oh, no, you can actually like absorb the force energy of prior things yeah. where they learn something about the nature of the force. It's like, no, it's like the law of conservation of energy. But yeah. It only lives yeah. in however many Jedi or force wielders there are. And then, OK, I mean, that so would be a think, definition that. I mean, I mean, Ben, what you're hitting on is definition of balance, right? Cosmic balance. So there's cer a yeah. certain amount of energy completely, yeah. right? And maybe that's what we mean by that. Maybe that's how the explanation of balance we get in the end. Right. And yeah. so, I mean, maybe so then we see the last scene and it's definitely dark side ray. It's in a black. Uh, I okay. will All push right. against that, but go okay. ahead. <laughs> All right. So we see, let, let me just describe what we see. We see a very yes. pale, stoic, like, not frightened, like yep. determined, yep. angry, pale. Uh, I will push against the term angry. Okay, maybe yep. I don't know. Uh, focused, pretty, pretty yep. flat look on her face, but not a sure. ray, uh, not an expression we've seen before from Ray. No, I will yes agree. Yeah. Yes. Um, not her eyes are not yellow; they're still brown. Yep. Um, she have green eyes. No I think they're brown. And then um, black hood. Mm -hmm. lightsaber which we can talk about more of but i was just it just got me to think yes. like if it is this law of conservation of force energy mm -hmm. what if she absorbed kylo like what if no, it's like she's like i need to hoard all the energy all the light all the darkness in order to sort of make this last step yeah. and that culmination resulted you know maybe she took kylo's yeah. crystal and then corrupted the other crystal like but she yeah. has I don't know. Let's. Do you want to talk about that, or do you want to talk about the lightsaber? Uh, I think this plays right into the theory that I I got from watching this teaser, which was uh, it seems like she may have battled Kylo in the second act of the film and defeated him and taken his lightsaber and kind of reconfigured a new lightsaber out of it because the blade yeah. is unstable. It seems like it's still the cracked crystal, and uh, I can't imagine I can't imagine that you get a cracked crystal from anywhere else, or if you found a new one, or you bled your own. You would yeah. just use crystal. Like I don't. I'm just confused by that. It seems like it's. His I didn't safe. notice the blade. I, I didn't notice it was unstable. But yeah, I'm sure you're right. Yeah, so it's, it's unstable. Yeah. So it, let's just describe this for people who haven't seen it. It looks like it's 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 longer than Darth Maul's double bladed black uh, red lightsaber. Mm -hmm. um, almost twice. Let's say twice as long for the sake of whatever. But it hinges in the middle. Okay. So when she has it ignited, it's this like chopsticks looking thing. Um, in front of her face, two red lightsabers right next to each other, and then it the hinge folds out, and you see that it's a it's a staff lightsaber right. that's red yeah. on both sides. And she's hooded; she doesn't look at it. It's sort of awkward in her hands because it's so heavy um, when it like unfolds. But uh, I saw it, and I still don't believe it. Like if you were to tell me that, yeah, then the trailer ends with a whip pan to Ray, and then she, you know, uh, yeah unhinges her like reticulated lightsaber i'd be like a red lightsaber i would be like what yeah <laughs> like what well, no i was that's exactly what my life was for the past three days it was like what when people yeah. wrote that, like what am i reading right now <laughs> yeah but wow. uh that's that's what it yeah i mean this could again we're talking about third act stuff and it's like, did Possibly, I see yeah. the, the beginning of the last scene of the movie? Like that they shouldn't do that. <laughs> and so it, it could be a force vision. It could just be like, oh, this is the, you know, right. maybe she finds another dark side cave or she, you know, there's a Sith holocron that showed her this like potentiality. Or we just saw the, the end of the movie and it's like, she's, yeah. this is what's going to happen. Oh, and now you're talking about my favorite direction for this to go. But yeah, it could be anything. It could be a vision. She could be a clone. You know, we could be clone. Yeah, she could be possessed. I mean, or you know, I'm going to go with Optimus Razor here. 
Okay. Ba- yeah. Based based on on the two pieces of evidence we have, which is the Last Jedi and Force Awakens, uh, I did this via text, and it came out snottier than I expected because it was math, and math always sounds condescending. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> says Mister Statistics. Okay. Yes. One, we've seen plenty of light side um, users wear black. See Luke in Return of the Jedi. See Anakin as a master. Two. We know that Rey's a scavenger has no problem picking up and using whatever's around her or whatever she discovers. See Force Awakens, then see her use of Kylo's in the, in Last Jedi. Three, we know Darth Sidious likes to collect dark side uh, stuff. Trinkets, yeah. Blade to me looks very ancient. It doesn't look very usable. It doesn't look very practical. Uh, so a plus well one plus two plus three equals Rey's a Jedi is battling Sidious or someone else is or is tomb raiding finds this and has no problem using it even though it's a cis weapon right because it's a little more in her wheelhouse and maybe yeah. she's calling on the dark side <clears throat> help but yeah she doesn't have the dark side the the pure sith eyes yeah so uh, I, I i don't know if i believe my own hype or my own theory there i, I just think at this point right. like it's who it could be any of these things like it just says it says so much that it says nothing do you know what i mean like like yes. i feel like I, I almost applaud JJ and whoever put this together because he's basically just trying to get people just trying to burn down the internet until the trailer comes out until we see the movie, <laughs> you know, and trying to get trying to get little kids to cry that their favorite character is going to be evil in the next right, film. right, <laughs> and also to help us out. Thank you very much. For yeah, exactly. Thank you for giving us for forty yeah. minutes over thirty-seven seconds. Yeah, or three, four seconds. Um, I think that needs to be said. I think the Occam Razor thing, like that's what I said about the Empire, the Emperor thing, and I think that's still my leading theory is that we're just gonna get those aton, those weird droids imbued with his personality, and we're not gonna get real. You know, that maybe directing the First Order, but yeah. not not actually corporeal um, Emperor. Even though, I mean, I've seen interviews with um, John Boyega, who's like, oh, it just makes so much sense to bring the Emperor back for this thing and like speaking like he's back back yeah i but, feel like we're just getting gamed i feel like they i feel yeah. like i feel like jj's really good at doing that and he's trained all these people around to be like this is what you should say this is what you shouldn't say and they're just it's, i feel like we're just a giant misdirect i feel like everything he's giving us is a giant misdirect all right well so grant you said this is your favorite thing like leading your favorite theory so lay it on us yeah go for it i already shared my, my theory was oh. uh not to let the air out but uh my theory was that no. he just killed kylo halfway through the movie or yeah, yeah. Kylo right. may have sacrificed himself, and she then takes his lightsaber. Right. It. For you. But, and so, all right. But I, I hope so you're right. I like that a lot. I feel like I feel like if she is the reincarnation of Darth Vader, you know, uh, no gender pronouns, just the spirit of the chosen one. If she is that that reincarnation, maybe this time around, she knows how to use the dark side without you know succumbing to it and 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 using it to destroy the Emperor once and for all. I think that would be super interesting, and she has to follow the dark side to do those things. That would be fascinating. Um, yes. Again, yeah. I really don't like the idea of Palpatine possessing people. I know, like that Dark Empire had that all over the place. I really don't want it to be that Palpatine's in her, like possessing her. No. Like, yeah. A little bit. I also don't want a Logan type thing where she's a clone and it's like the dark clone that like, just appears out of nowhere. Yes. You know, I wouldn't want that either. Um, there, there's so many routes that's to go. My favorite route, though would be the route that we're possibly this final film is actually setting up the fall and rise to power of like the next great villain. Like that would be my favorite route for these films to go, but they, it wouldn't be conclusive. It wouldn't be satisfying. Right. Uh, just, it would start off another whole generation of star Wars after this. That would be its own thing. 
But um, yeah, because I, I love Abeloth from the extended universe. And again, talking about the the female voice that spoke to her a couple times in the in the Last Jedi, and also the Force Awakens, and also now this teaser. Uh, there could be something. Right. When did so the first well, right, so Abeloth? I, I did some research on this. You can do the Wikipedia thing, but it's ancient, hundred thousand year old spirit, or like connected to the Mortis arc, like the mother and father thing, right? Yep, exactly. She was like a, a banished spirit and became super strong, and she sort of becomes entombed, and then she she gets released every time there's major shifts in the Force and unbalancing exactly. force. Exactly. So, so I think you know you're saying she could have potentially heard a female voice in the the Force flash or like force vision and return um in the basement of takodana there you have to listen very closely i think it's actually i think the first time you hear it is in the last jedi i think i was wrong about the force mm. awakens i think it's in the last jedi she looks at the tree you hear uh, someone a woman's voice speak to her mm. could be her mother doesn't have to be able doesn't have to be you know this giant you know crazy theory but um and then again you hear a little bit of the teaser like you were saying ben how you hear these dark whispers um yeah. you hear that as well so i mean yeah uh I would love to see the rise of the next great villain. I would love to see someone cast a shadow over Palpatine and Vader, who is also a woman. I think a, wo- a female villain is the best director of Star Wars. Yeah. 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 That'd be great. Not to open up the Game of Thrones can of worms, though. Um, I think it'd be a, an interesting year if, if both sagas ended with the, the death woman of a going. Woman. Yeah. That was going, going to be the... crazy evil. Yeah. yeah. Sorry to step on you there, Adam. But... Yeah. No, no, yeah, yeah, but it would be the ex- it would be the exact plot of Game of Thrones if that's what happened. Actually, and maybe that's why it's so distasteful to me <laughs> because it's maybe the wounds are still fresh from Game of Thrones. It's just like, <laughs> yeah. no, are we going to see another heroine that like I'm totally invested in fall and be the villain in the final chapter? Like that, that would be un- unsatisfying. Well, it also mirrors the prequels, though. You know, like the prequels are exactly yep. that. And I feel like this would be this for the female fans. Right. You know, they would have their own Darth Vader with his own complicated, you know, yeah. past and uh, you know, uh, relationship with the Force. It's super interesting. I think well, totally yeah, true. And to be, but like, it, yeah. Sorry, but like, I don't think my heart. Yeah. Would like, it. like every time I have yeah. to watch the Clone Wars, I love it. But there's a small part of me that's like, but it all ends up in the trash can because you know, Anakin is going to be weak and like fall over, you know, it's like yeah. every time I watch this, it's like, well, I, I love this story, but I know how this ends. It's all tragedy. And, you know, it's like, I can't take it. Can we just have one, this episode be where like the good guys win and, you know, it's all for a, a purpose. That's like, that works out. I feel like it needs to be that this is myth and this is Disney. And I just want some satisfaction yeah. for once but, in the Trump administration. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't, yeah. I don't think we're gonna get that grant, but I do love it. I do it's love a, it because I, I said it wasn't satisfying. I said it wasn't. No, but it, it's not. But but what's great about it is like think about it, that's like the biggest weakness of the prequels is that they're prequels, right? Because you just know you, you're not watching it to see how this what the story is. You're seeing you're trying to figure out how it unfolds. How right. does he fall to the dark? It's side? watching and Titanic. Then, yeah, you know, right? Exactly. Like, yep, the ship's gonna sink, and so we know here it's it's so fascinating to be like you're you think you're watching a a rise of a good person, and really what you don't realize is you've been watching for five years how someone actually becomes Vader without knowing that person becomes Vader, right? Without <laughs> trying to be like Kylo, you know what I mean? Like yeah, having yeah. the potential to to be yeah. Vader because they're unknowing of the of those choices that he made. Yeah, made. I'd be very sad and not really love it. Like in terms of like loving that character, it would not be what yeah. I want to see that character, but it would be. It would be really interesting storytelling that there's no chance in hell we're getting <laughs> from this yeah. series. 
But I'm, I I'm love just it. like I envision YouTube videos of parents with their 11 year old daughters <laughs> burning like Ray merch in their yard. But I or just yeah having to rename all those kids having to be renamed who are named Ray. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I think I think if I show this to my niece like tomorrow, she would love it. I think she would be like, I want that lightsaber. I want to flip it out. Like I want to be <laughs> yeah. as cool as her. I I really think the dark side to a degree is just fun and and cool. You know, it's just it's a we're talking about space wizards in a fictional galaxy. Like, who cares? It's just like the dark side characters are fun. They're cool. They they always have the coolest weapons. They always have the fun, the best lines. They're always brooding and interesting, and they're always doing you know the more aggressive fighters. It's like just super fun to watch dark side characters. So, you're, I, dude, you're totally I, right. You're yeah, totally right. I was two, Darth Vader for seven like seven exactly uh, uh, Halloween. Right. You know, like why shouldn't we, girls be allowed? Exactly. To have Exactly. Sure, to a point. Did you want to grow up and be Darth Vader, <laughs> or did you I'm, just like playing well, with that character and I just like playing with that character? But I mean, like, like that, they should be like, entitled to that. That uh, you know, sure. But my point is, is that did 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 what would have our childhoods been like if Return of the Jedi ends with Luke going, you know what? I will join you. Let me kill my father. <laughs> right. <laughs> like like, right. like right. none of us would have been like. Like, oh God, I can't wait to be Luke. I'm such a Luke. I love being Luke. I love like well, <laughs> you yeah, know. Also, that's that's the way it's gotta go because I think it Darth yeah. Vader, we love to be him, but he was ultimately redeemed. And I think that's yeah. made it okay. It's a good that's a good point. And we might get that in this, right? We might yeah. get the quick yeah. Darth Vader turn and back, which right. is awesome because then you get you get your cake and eat it too, right? Because you exactly. get to watch cool dark Ray, but also know that she eventually turns good again, right? All right. And it's this, a good story. That this just made me a lot feel a lot better about that because that makes a lot more sense. It's like, right. this is like, oh no, it's cool. You know, like how cool does she look though? You know? Yeah. yeah. And like, yeah, women aren't allowed to, in you know, to tap into their dark side too. They have dark sides just like men. And, you know, yeah. um, this is the point where I really wish we had a woman on our um, podcast. So that Agreed. that's their, <laughs> their well, point of view. But, yeah. yeah. All right. So maybe let's do that between now and the Rise of Skywalker. Let's, think, let's see if we can I pull. Think, uh, Someone in. Yeah, I, I doubt we're going to see this. This is definitely not the rise of the next great villain. She's yeah. definitely going to turn good. She's definitely going to be redeemed after this kind of little jaunt in the dark side, and uh, or she's going to be saved. You know, but what this brings me to with my next theory, which is that I feel like Finn might come into play in the eleventh hour of this mm. movie and save her to kind of mirror the Force Awakens. Where the Force Awakens, Finn is you know Finn attempts to save her, but is you know immediately you know cut up by Kylo falls he's out of yeah. the fight and then ray comes to his rescue basically right. i would love to have that switched around to have that inverted to have finn come to her rescue at the very end when she's fallen all the way to the dark side she's right you know, struggling against the emperor i would love for finn to come and rescue her at that the very last moment um, yeah that'd be really interesting really beautiful and poetic and rhyme perfectly with the first film <laughs> <laughs> it would that would actually rhyme um yeah that's a really great idea, man. That would be really nice to see that. And it, you did mention this offline, but yeah, if he was the one to take down the emperor, it would be poetic. If if it was a stormtrooper that killed, right? The exactly. Emperor. Yeah, all that backstory would make so much sense. Um, all right. Yeah, all right. We, I feel a lot better about this now that we've talked. About the last it. Jedi kind of pushed into the side when it comes to Rey and her yeah. journey. Yeah, and I feel like they were, you know, they were cast together as the main characters. You know, it, yeah. It, by Kasdan and, and JJ, and it's like, I would love to see Finn and Ray and how that journey. I think they're, I think they're tied together more than we think they are because the whole Kylo and Ray thing has kind of 
taken up all the press and it's like yeah. well, what about these two these two kind of started together these this was the friendship this was the first friendship right. we focused on she's been so isolated for you know most of these two movies for her whole life really and, and it's really great to see all these like ensemble cast um seven samurai shots of oh yeah uh, mm-hmm. you know uh c-3po chewbacca finn ray poe um like those are cool looking shots and like it, I really hope the bulk of this is them together and yeah it makes a lot of sense for her to be like I'm more I'm stronger with my friends around me and um yeah interesting yeah so, do you want to hear something controversial okay, go for it Adam what are you saying sure I, I don't want any more trailers I want this to be the last thing we see between yeah. now and December <laughs> that would be wild that would be wild <laughs> because imagine spending the next four months or however many months saying how what happened to ray what's gonna happen to ray as opposed yeah. to you know like i think that'd be amazing there's no chance we're gonna get another trailer don't worry everyone but yeah, like but i don't think it's gonna love. cover any new ground you know i don't think I we're gonna not. see the emperor i, I no. hope we don't see the emperor in any whatever form he takes that they've been careful to hide that monster right so, and, and luke skywalker let's not forget that force ghost scott luke yeah. is gonna be in this film to a degree and uh i'm wondering how involved he is in the story at yeah this point. yeah I, I, he sounds is he Sorry. still passive? Is he still a passive ghost? Like, I'm, I'm just confused. Right. Well, I mean, Obi-Wan, we had two, three Obi-Wans, really. Like, there's different phases. It was sort of, he was like a, a weird vision, you know, in Empire. And then he was just a voice. He was just a, vo- a disembodied voice in um, in A New Hope. And then he was like corporeal Obi-Wan in uh, Return of the Jedi. So I don't know which flavor of, of um, Luke we're going to get, but it's going to be one of those. Or he might yep. not be dead. There's there's that, that. long shot um, theory as well. I just I think this trailer did a good job of weirdly opening more possibilities than closing doors that I feel like a lot of trailers do. That I like after watching this trailer, I have less of an idea of what's gonna happen in this movie than I did before this trailer. Yeah. Yeah, true. True that. Um, but it has a lot of good possibilities. Totally. Whoo. Um, all right. Any other notes from y'all? No, I think we right. covered most of it. Hashtag yeah. later. Yeah. All right. All right. That's that's a record. Nearly an hour on thirty four seconds of uh, of a film. So I know. Uh, you're welcome. Slash. I'm sorry, listeners. <laughs> awesome. So, um, are we going to be back this week on Thursday? You think? Even though, yeah. Yeah. We'll, um, yeah, we got stuff to talk about. We got a big, uh, big Kyber Crystal Comics corner. There's going to be more Fallout from um, more this Fallout. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we'll actually talk to you in a couple days uh, for real this time. And um, yeah, thanks very much for listening. Um, hope you enjoyed that teaser as much as we did. And uh, may the force be with you. This is Grex Kondak signing off. For the latest breaking news, follow at Core World News on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you, and good night. Remember, the Force will be with you, always.